0: That was way too slow. Hey, you know how to play drums? Well, I bet somebody out there does. Let me hear what you got. your brother from another mother taxi driving karma keeping trucker mouth of a sailor now, you call me a sister as long as you have one and i can kiss her because at present you may think that we're different perhaps focusing on the color of our skin well i've got some important news to share with you got a call from the source and was informed we are indeed twins with the mouth of a sailor and scared of the ocean. I'm a spiritual student that loves dirty dancing with this devil in a shady massage parlor doesn't understand the meaning of sin. Negative fire, snake, water, moon, guided cancer, farm, kid from the prairies who's done everything from nursing to tree planting to counting and weed growing. This Chinese-speaking green tea drinking lover of life and all things fine is truly honored to have captured even a moment of your time because with identical cells You and I are the divine. However, as a cobra venom drinking porn, watching white heterosexual male that loves watching strippers almost as much as watching the Saskatchewan Rough Riders junk grabbed by Lady ladyboy, done cocaine off over ass, guided by old school values, yet modern enough to appreciate a robot's ass, living life like a warrior every single fucking day, sleeping faster than Schwarzenegger before a Mr. Universe day, with historical fears of such magnitude of base, that I take a rest when I fall on my face, yet even resting, evolving faster than your ass, because when I fall, I fall forward, I touch her up and roll and catch my breast you gas. Cause when I get back up running, even the Flash gets scared. Cause he ain't never seen anything coming this fast as just laid Suffered kidney stones, hernias, heartbreak, broken jaws and other bones. Two-time survivor of testicular torsion. cancer beating son of a gun. Battling rising liver yang with the fall of his son. Addicted to liquor speed, weed and a few more in between. Called a son, father, brother, cousin and even a beauty queen. Yet nothing trumps the indescribable pain. Felt as potential unexpressed. Which always turns into pain. A believer in love and a beauty and all, yet still brave enough to write, I hate the new third loo on the bathroom stall wall. There have been none before me and there will be none after us. Meditating architect of this intellectual and spiritual playground that you have been invited to in hopes of collectively selling hope to ensure those amongst us and after us live a life more inspired. That guy or yours. Cellular twin! You guys got anything to say?
1: Yeah! What? Boom! Chaka!
0: Ian's random phone call. Friday, 12221 two, 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 is what I'm looking at. Tell me that's not an ominous number.
1: Went to the 7 Eleven, and then we had to go to Sharpers to get his smokes. But he was pissed because he went in there. And then they wouldn't give him the cigarettes because he didn't have ID. He was old enough, but then, yeah, so, so then after he's yipping and yapping and jumping and flipping out and yelling at cars and birds and people in their apartments and 14 stories high, and fucking all of a sudden... I just thought, fuck, I'm going to get arrested or get kicked out of that place. So I ran ahead of him. And then he starts yelling, wait up for me. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I, I kept running. And I couldn't run that. Uh, I, I wasn't supposed to run because my leg was fucked. And then so I ran. And then I could barely walk that after that, that day. Then we went to a meeting and then i couldn't i just the leg blew right up i couldn't even fucking walk so i went to the hospital to get some so they gave me a shot in the arm portal and yeah and then the i called the cab and then yeah that was funny
0: okay i got a question for you and i'm not going to lie to you uh like my microphone is on but i'm not going to post this like at all but like this is this is like fucking so raw so natural so awesome I was told when I got that, uh, call as a taxi, uh, to go get you, I had to go in and get your crutches. Like, why would they not give you your crutches? Yeah. Why? Cool.
1: I, uh, yeah, because this chick's got such a stinky attitude and she could have mental health issues. She
0: could be, uh, abused by her husband or. You're talking about that blonde nurse, aren't you?
1: No, I think it. Was, I forget. I think it
0: was a dark-haired one. But you're talking about the nurse. Yeah. And and basically, she fucking she had something. And like like I, all I'm doing would I be right to say this? Like, because I think I have a crystal ball. I believe that she probably approached you with a judgmental manner, and she looked down her nose at you in some form or fashion, and you probably responded with. Uh, an appropriate uh, response, but she got scared because you look like a badass motherfucker and that's why you weren't allowed to have your crutches. But I basically think that she judged you. Well, I'm going to
1: put that in the report for the medical system that I'm reporting for. I I told her, I said, I I fucking went to this... I, 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 I phoned... Physicians and Surgeons General of Canada. And I fucking put her on speakerphone right in the lobby. As soon as she got pissy and fucking went off. And then I fucking um, was like, Hi, you have reached the Surgeons and Physicians of Canada. Or something like that, right? BC. And she just shit after I did that.
0: So, my analogy's kind of right, hey?
1: 100%.
0: My good goddamn, and like, goddamn, did I tell you this February 12th was gonna be one of the best motherfucking February 12ths you've ever seen before in your life, and it has just fucking reached the peak, and we're not even at noon.
1: Every day is the best day of our life
0: every goddamn moment because all I know is this is a moment right now that I have never seen before and I don't think I'm ever going to see it again so god damn it do I fucking love this moment right now God I love you guys I gotta let you go changing the world is a big motherfucking deal I fucking love you God bless go out and fuck sheep if you want to fuck sheep I don't judge anybody love you have a good day I got velcro gloves if you need to hey Chantel do you got do you got uh, wool on your hips? <laughs> 'cuz I'm from the I'm from the prairie so I do have velcro gloves cuz sheep fucking's a good sport back in the prairies. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's hard to tell when I'm joking or not. But uh I love you guys. And if you do have if you do have wool on your hips don't worry, I'm not judging you. That'd be kind of unique, but um I do, yeah, and I know I don't have velcro gloves so you'd have to make those yourself, Ian. Yo, I I um
1: I'm just like you, buddy. So And our God is just like us
0: and loves us exactly for who we are. Oh, dude, you don't have any idea, man. Do you know what happened to me when this came to me? Okay, I gotta tell you guys one more thing. So, you know, I meditate a lot, and I do think I am like, I am at a fucking point in my meditation that it's not even normal. Like, within two to three minutes, I'm not even in my body anymore. Anyway, it was late. Mm -hmm. I have refined it a bit, but it does not get a lot shorter and perhaps my vision and mission statements will sum this up my vision is to live in utopia and if you do have wool, if you do have wool on your hips don't worry i'm not judging you that'd be kind of unique but um, i do yeah and i know i don't have velcro gloves so you'd have to make those yourself yeah yo i i um
1: i'm just like you buddy so And our God is just like us
0: and loves us exactly for who we are. Oh, dude, you don't have any idea, man. Do you know what happened to me when this came to me? Okay, I gotta tell you guys one more thing. So, you know, I meditate a lot, and I do think I am like, I am at a fucking point in my meditation that it's not even normal. Like, within two to three minutes, I'm not even in my body anymore. Anyway, it was late at night, uh, sometime between one and four in the morning, and I was meditating in my chair, and I did the numbers on the agriculture land deal, and I'm like, fuck, that doesn't. It's not good enough. Like, if it was me, that's not good enough. And I I, I started taking a couple deep breaths, and I'm like, fuck, I, I just gotta chill. I gotta chill. I'm tired. I'm tired. And when I fucking came back to this fucking world... Utopia. Now, I was introduced to that word in my first elective class of Sociology 110 in 1995, September, in the first week of university at the University of Saskatchewan. When that sociology professor, he said the word utopia, and it was halfway through his class, and he was and then he kept on rambling on, and I waved, raised my hand a little bit in this class of 160 people. And he didn't look at me quite away, and I started kind of getting my hand a little higher. He still didn't look at me right, right away. He was on a roll. He was going. And I kind of started waving my hand a little bit. And he still wasn't giving much. He actually even made eye contact a few times and kind of nodded that he'd seen it. And But he kept on going on and going on and going on. After about a minute or so, I kind of said to myself, Gee, I can't, I'm still stuck back at the word utopia. Hey, professor. And he stopped. He said, yeah. You got to go way back, man. Like, like you said some word I didn't ever heard before. What is it? It was utopia. And he said, Yeah. What the hell is utopia? I've never heard of that word and I'm stuck right back there. I can't carry on listening to what you're saying until you tell me what that word means. Well, it didn't take him very long and he changed my life. And my vision statement and my mission statement is to create utopia. How am I going to do it? I am going to do it by selling hope to prove To the 95% of the world, depending on who you listen to, I say 99% of the world, that is living a life void of motivation with a detachment from their purpose and a detachment from their gift. We have got ourselves in a situation where money seems to be a dominant factor, and I guess if I have to sell hope using money, I will, but I don't expect you to give your money for hope, because hope is something you can't touch, and that is within you, not within me. So I am going to be giving you the investment opportunity of a lifetime if you actually believe that one person can change the world, and you do believe that one person is the only thing that ever changes the world because you know what it is painful and it is challenging and there are some challenges that i have went through but they have been planned and they have been designed and my point has been made that change is possible and one person is only the person that can change the world because you know what they are gonna go against the trend. They are gonna buck the masses. There is gonna be some pain. There's gonna be people that disown them. There's gonna be people that say they're crazy. There's gonna be all kinds of things thrown in the face of these people. And most of the time in history, these people did not want to do what they did not what they had to do. They did not want to get out there in the spotlight. They did not want to be that attention-grabbing conveyor of a message that they felt they had no ability to keep within them any longer and that my friends is exactly what is going on here i cannot wait till we get to that world of utopia because you will never see me on a social media public post again because you know what I would much rather spend some time with my family, maybe go do some fishing, maybe do some golf, and maybe read a book. But, you know, I'm not that much of an extrovert. I would much rather prefer to sit in my own personal library and smoke a cigar and read Euclid's postulate until I go to sleep. But, in order to exist under lockdown and Everything else we got going, and you know, it's been this way for the last 20 years. In order to really exist in this world, I do believe you need to use some type of online presence, some type of social media connection, because if you don't get out there, you don't exist to the 8 billion people on the planet. I don't know how they're ever going to find you. It's a pretty big world to go around, and with COVID, I can't even get to Alberta right now. But you know... I do believe that this COVID opportunity has created the absolute perfect environment and it was sent here for a reason to give us a chance to reset, take a few deep breaths and get out there. And when this thing decides for us to be released on the world, we're going to be living utopia. And in my utopia, there's not a single person that isn't content because that, it is, hey, that's my utopia. Now, if you don't like my dream, that's okay, but you're happy in my dream, so I think you should get on board and join it. Well, I do believe it was around the age of 13 when my best friend, and I still consider him my best friend to this day, started his first company, left high school, and I do believe his tagline for that company is, Get her done. That's right, get her done. Now, to add a little bit of complexity to this situation, that mother of his taught him and his younger sister the law of attraction or something to that extent. She has been connected to the vibrations of the universe for so many years, and it has taken me until the previous year, that about eight months ago, that I realized she was here to be my spiritual guide. And when I called her and told her about this, and I said, oh my God, Mary... And she said, I've been waiting for this call. As you, my cellular twin, are here for a purpose. And that purpose has been needed for a long, long, long time. And I am just so glad that at this moment you realized I was here to see you. And I am looking forward To making that spiritual guiding mother of mine proud by changing the world through offering perhaps the commodity that is in the absolute most greatest need globally and that is hope. Now this aligns with my just about uh, two decade year old guiding principle that 99% of the world's population are literally dead sometime after the age of 18 and before the age of 25. And how I've come to determine this is I used to go to every city that I went to. I get up early. I get up late. I'm up all the time. But I've been up early. I like mornings. I like getting a head start in the world. I love to see the sunrise. I think there's great air in that time. But I go to these red lights in downtowns of just about any city I've been to around the world. And I would literally buy a coffee, maybe a tea, and I would sit there. And I would look at the people going to work. and I didn't start documenting it until after probably 10 years and it was simply a check mark or an X in my notepad. How many people sitting at a red light looked like they needed an alarm clock to wake up that day? How many people looked like they were kind of leaning forward driving like they were driving even though they weren't moving they were sitting at a red light but they were driving to go to where they had to go. How many people in that Intersection at that time in at that time in space. How many people looked hungry to go do what they were going to do that day? And I can tell you with utmost certainty there are not very many. Now I think it was Mr. Schwarzenegger that uh, had said in two thousand and eighteen on the speech that broke the internet that uh, it was either eighty five percent or ninety five percent of Americans polled did not like or hated the job they do until retirement. Now I'm just going to throw this out there that that does not sound like a good way to spend the 40 years or whatever, 30 years, however many years it is of your life going to work with most people exchanging time for money doing something that you do not like or hate to do. I'm just going to throw it out there that I believe that we are designed to live in a space of joy and abundance and the people you always need to watch out for are the people that are driven, the people that are hungry, the people that are walking to the beat of their own drum because they are motivated by something different. Now what it is, I can't say for sure. But I can tell you what it is for me. And that happens to be when you identify your gift. And I've known my gift for a long time. Selling ice to an Eskimo? Easy as pie. Sand to a camel? Easy as pie. I've been one of the best salespeople I know. In just about every industry I have been in. And I have been in a lot of industries. I'm talking healthcare, transportation, labor, finance, uh, agriculture, uh, private education. The list goes on and on. I I literally can't tell you the the things I've done. I worked as a delivery uh, delivery truck bottle picker up in Mexico. I've been a consultant for a company in Greece. I have done some stuff. And I have brought results that were not only a little bit above what was expected of me, but I blew those expectations out of the water in record time. And I got pretty egotistical. I used to think that my shit didn't stink and I was the best salesperson on the goddamn planet. But you know what? After a little bit of meditation, connecting up there a little bit with that old spirit that's up there, I realized I am not the best salesperson in the world. I'm not even close. As a matter of fact, we are all probably about as good as me. But the only difference between you and I, well, for yeah, one, there's my historical results. But how did I get those results? It was the fact that I never sold a damn thing that I would not have used myself. I would not bring anything to the table for you to buy if I did not think it was a buy that added value to you. And it, were I in your particular situation and were I looking to purchase something or a service or a product that addressed what you stated as your uh, point of pain or your problem that was going to be rectified with this purchase? Now, if I couldn't provide an offering, I'm the first salesperson to go and recommend my competition or somebody else or the first person to say, oh, you know what, we just can't help you and I don't think anybody's going to help you. That, that is a straight up bad buy. But that's the kind of guy I am. And I think the world is demanding transparency. I think the world needs hope. And I do believe that one person is going to change the world, and I am going to pay you to change the world. Because I also know that the thing about change is there's only one thing that you can most certainly change, and that thing is yourself. So for one to aspire to change the world, there's absolutely no physical possibility way that you could do it Unless you have the world's population motivated to change themselves. Now we all know that I don't think anybody's got any motivation. I think 99% of the people are actually dying of hypothermia. I don't know if you've ever heard about how people die of hypothermia, but apparently it's supposed to be one of the most blissful states of death that you could ever imagine because you, you start walking, you get cold, you, you know, your, your extremities shut down, your central nervous system's kicking blood into your old brain, and your brain's still getting cold and you're still freezing, and there's going to be a point in time where you start to feel a little bit blissful, and there's going to be a point in time where you're going to want to sit down, maybe against a tree, maybe against the side of a car, maybe against the side of a barn. You're going to want to sit down and just take a rest because you've been walking for wherever you're going for for a long time because you know it's cold out. But at this particular instant in time... You start to accept the beauty of where you are. Now your brain is doing this for a reason. I don't really know why it is, but you may as well go out of this world with a really good experience. So that brain is giving you a sense of euphoria. And it's giving you the ability to walk away from your concerns about the effects of being out in the cold. And it's even giving you the permission to love yourself and have a break because you have been walking in the cold for a long time. Now it's giving you the permission to sit down in a place you may not have even decided to ever sit down in before. Maybe you're going to sit down in the back alley. Maybe you're going to sit down on top of a garbage dumpster. Maybe you're going to sit down leaning against a tree. Maybe you're going to sit down against leaning against a bear's den. I don't know. But you might just sit down and, and enjoy that euphoric sensation. You might close your eyes. You might totally embody the feelings at at, at all five sense sensory level of that euphoria that the universe has been granted to you. Now, I don't think you're ever going to wake up from that. I don't think those eyes are ever going to be opened on our plane of existence. But I do believe you left this physical place to carry on to the next. And judging by the smile on that frozen corpse's face, I think you either went out in a fine way or lived a very satisfied and abundant life On February 17th, I'm going to be giving an offer that I cannot understand how one single human around the planet would not be jumping up and down To make themselves better Because I want to motivate you by The currency that dominates our planet right now, and the currency that's got so many people in need of hope, and that currency is money. Cash dollars. So, if you do like cash, and perhaps you maybe need more of it, and you're willing to devote a little bit of time into yourself. I would like to give you the investment opportunity of a lifetime. And this is a one-time offer. First hundred thousand people, that's it. She's done and it goes back to the old school. I'm not giving away that much agriculture land, I'm telling you. But it is still agriculture land, which is an asset that you can expect a perpetual passive income similar to an annuity. I hope you've listened this far. Because it is going to take some people to change the world. But it's going to take some people that want to change themselves. And when a guy comes up to you and says, hey, I'd like you to change yourself just a little bit, maybe five minutes a day if you just wouldn't mind stretching or something like that, and I'm going to pay you to do it, would you do it if you had back pain? Well, most people in our society won't because they're still going to go see the physio. They're still going to take the drugs. They're still going to go do that. They are going to waste so much goddamn money treating that back pain. But that guy right there walked up to him and said, if you do what I tell you to do, if you're going to stretch for five minutes a day for 30 days, I'll pay you. Because I'm a taxpayer in this country and I see what's going on with the healthcare system and I will pay you to do yoga. Because it's cheaper than what you're costing the healthcare system. And that is why I believe everybody knows we need a bit of a disruption on this fine. 12th day of February at 8 in the morning. I'm looking out the window. The sun is coming up, and I am thinking to myself, I literally don't think I have experienced a better February 12th in my lifetime. My cell phone even just confirmed that. It is indeed February the 12th, 2021. And this is about to be the best damn February 12th you have ever experienced in your entire existence on the planet Earth. And I suggest to you, if you're engaged in my FAF flipping awesome February family gratitude exercises, that you write about an animal that you are glad exists. That's the exercise for Flippin' Awesome February, or did I say Flippin' Awesome Family? I'm not sure because I've told you before and I'll tell you again, I'm taking both. But I have an animal to go ride about, and I suggest you do the same. Now after you get your animal all gratified up and you are appreciative of the existence of that species on this planet, I suggest you go look at that calendar, put a star beside it, and call it February 12th. Look at it and see it's a day that you have never seen before, and I'm quite certain you might not ever see it again as far as we exist on this planet. And then get out there and get you some of this flipping awesomeness. Boom! Chaka Laka!